America's Proxy War with Russia by Pastor Dan Gaiman Will the American public ever learn? The Democratic Party, Rhino Republicans, and the national news media, including Fox, have conned Americans again while millions of Ukrainian people caught in the crossfire of this war endure incredible suffering. The same left-wing crowd has waged a relentless propaganda war against Putin and Russia as cover for their nefarious plans in pushing forward with the great COVID-19 reset, launched by the global, elitist, billionaire oligarchs in the United States and elsewhere. The war in Ukraine has provided these oligarchs a perfect cover for their great COVID-19 reset. Remember that this is the same crowd that pushed the brazen lie of Russian collusion as a pretext for removing Donald Trump from office. These billionaire oligarchs and their lackeys in the Democratic Party, Rhino Republicans, and national news media worked in unison to support the economic lockdown of America and the suspension of the U.S. Constitution in March of 2020. This same crowd pushed for mail-in votes and the right of U.S. state courts and governors to rewrite voting rules passed by the respective state legislators. And this again was with the united support of the same leftist Marxist crowd. The theft of the U.S. election in 2020, the experimental coronavirus vaccine, and all the boosters that followed further crippled the American economy. Even more reprehensible, the powers that be used the vaccine to condition the U.S. population for a Marxist future and, God forbid, produce vast numbers of premature deaths from the protein injections. These are the same leftist Marxists who consistently have pushed toward merging America into one world government. They are using the war between Russia and Ukraine as their proxy to provide cover for the Green New Deal. Soaring gasoline and diesel prices are paving the way to shut down fossil fuels, generate hyperinflation, and turn this country into a third world replica of Venezuela. The Democratic Party, a load of rhino, war hawk Republicans, and the national media are all directly complicit in the bloodshed of the Ukrainian civilians, men, women, children, and the elderly. Thousands of Ukrainian soldiers have been killed, while countless billions worth in property and infrastructure, rubble lies in ruin. Millions of Ukrainians have lost their homes and their jobs. Many of them now live in exile from their homeland and have lost many family members. Just imagine the devastation to their crops and growing season. Food shortages and famine pose a serious threat. Consider this. Why did Russia invade Ukraine on February 24, 2022? To properly understand this, we all need some historic background. Education is important. For 69 years, the USSR, under iron-fisted communism, spanned 11 time zones and included 15 modern-day countries in Eastern Europe, such as Ukraine. Kiev was once the capital of Russia, from 1946 to the collapse of the Soviet Union on December 26, 1991, some 45 years, 
America and the communist regime in Moscow were locked in a cold war. The U.S. and all Americans grew to despise the communists. With the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1991, all of the countries ruled by the communist regime were set free and independent, totaling 15 independent states, including Russia. George H. Bush was president in 1991, and the U.S. immediately began a campaign to play a major role with the new independent states in Eastern Europe. The U.S.'s hatred for Russia didn't end in 1991. Our leaders carried on with relentless distrust and even hatred towards Russia. The Russian people suffered terribly under communism. Why did U.S. leaders continue to run a campaign of hatred towards Russia? Because the United States wanted to exercise influence over the countries of Eastern Europe. The big question. With the demise of the Soviet Empire, would NATO disband? With 12 members, it had been created in 1949 as a deterrent against the Soviet communist regime. That regime ended in 1991. The Warsaw Pact was dissolved in 1991. But why not NATO? The Soviet hammer and sickle was hauled down from the Kremlin. But U.S. policymakers continued to act as though the new Russia was still to be hated, feared, and opposed as it had been for almost 50 years. With the U.S. showing tremendous interest in Eastern Europe after 1991 and talking of expanding NATO to include the countries of Eastern Europe, but not Russia, it was natural for the leaders of the new post-communist Russia to be alarmed. They opposed any of these newly freed former Soviet countries joining NATO. George H. Bush gave tentative verbal promises that the U.S. would not push for Eastern European countries to join NATO. Gorbachev, the Russian president at the time of the dissolution in 1991, is quoted as saying, The West has promised this. We will not move one centimeter further east. Three big issues helped create problems between the West and Russia. Number one, expansion of NATO into Eastern Europe. Number two, Eastern European countries joining the European Union. Number three, the color revolutions. The West sought to encourage and push for democracy in Eastern Europe. In 2004, seven more Eastern European countries joined NATO. Again, Russia strongly protested. On April 2, 2008, at the NATO summit in Bucharest, Romania, President George W. Bush set a clear position that both Georgia and Ukraine should be welcomed in NATO. This alarmed Russia. Then, on August 8, 2008, Russian forces began invading Georgia. In February and March of 2014, Viktor Yankovych, pro-Russian leader of Ukraine, was ousted from office and fled to Russia in February of 2014. This was a goal of the color revolution. Russia then annexed the Crimean Peninsula in 2014. Pro-European leaders followed this departure under the close supervision of the West, including Ukrainian President Zelensky. This has been building continuous tension with Russia, a situation that could not continue indefinitely. Russian President Putin 
believed that U.S. involvement in Ukraine from 1991 all the way to 2022 was paving the road for Ukraine to join NATO and put missiles all along the Russian-Ukraine border. In addition, the U.S. was building biolabs in concert with Ukraine, which President Putin felt posed a threat to Russian security. Thus, Putin began assembling an invasion army and waited patiently for a diplomatic solution. None came, and he invaded Ukraine on February 24, 2022. Who is to blame? I report, you decide. The U.S. has squandered $54 billion in its proxy war with Russia, keeping Ukrainian hopes alive. Who are the losers? The Ukrainians. They are the ones whose country is being destroyed, while Zelensky leads them down the primrose path to national suicide. The U.S. has given $54 billion in aid to Ukraine, but refuses to build a wall on our southern border. Every weapon that the United States sends into Ukraine will prolong the war that Russia is bound to win and will kill even more Ukrainians. If Ukraine had remained an independent and neutral nation, this proxy war with Russia would have already ended. The more pressure the U.S. poses for Russia in this conflict, the closer the world is moving toward nuclear war. Meanwhile, global elitists have a perfect cover for sacking and pillaging America. They are fast-tracking the path to the new Green Deal and sending the U.S. in an economic recession. Furthermore, they are paving their way for a Marxist America. Here at home in the U.S., they are busy as bees with the aid of rhino Republicans to disarm and move forward with the first big step in gun confiscation with red flag gun laws. You cannot trust a single Democrat, rhino Republican, or major news media outlet. Become fully engaged in the 2022 midterms. Speak up, inform others, pray and look to the heavens. Our help and our hope are in our sovereign God, who alone rules heaven and earth and controls the affairs of men. This is God's battle, but it is our duty to be the foot soldiers in his war against the wicked.